podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a dull Tuesday as we await the World Cup to begin. There's not a whole lot of news today. The only real news that we've had is that Liverpool have confirmed dates for games against Lyon and AC Milan during the World Cup break. These games will be part of the Dubai Super Cup. Uh, I believe Arsenal are also involved, but Liverpool will not take take on the Gunners. Uh, these games will seemingly have penalty shootouts at the end, regardless of the final score, with an additional bonus point awarded to the winners of the shootout. Now, we have Cuevin Kelleher, so we will win all of the penalty shootouts. Uh, we will face Leon first on December the 11th, and then AC Milan on December 16th. That leads us nicely into that game against Aston Villa. No, Manchester City, I should say. Manchester City in the League Cup and then Aston Villa in the Premier League. So it's going to be a good opportunity for the likes of Luis Diaz, Joel Matip, Naby Keita to get some minutes in their legs before the season comes back. Salah, Thiago, Robbo, Harvey, Bobby... There's a lot of Liverpool players not at the World Cup. Full list here. Kelleher, Adrian, Gomez, Costas, Ramsey, Robertson, Matip, Phillips, Thiago, Besetic, Milner, Keita, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Jones, Elliot, Arthur, who's injured and probably won't be back in time for any of this, Carvalho, Firmino, Salah, Diaz and Jota, who's also injured and probably not back in time for these games but these should be very very valuable um obviously liverpool were going to dubai for a training camp anyway so it makes a whole lot of sense to be involved in this and get minutes in the legs of players so that they're not coming into the restart cold uh, and therefore you know they run the risk of injury um 11 Liverpool games taking place during the World Cup and eight are on TV. Okay. Let's have a look then. So the first team have Leon and Milan. The 18s will play Everton, Sunderland and Derby in the under-18 Premier League. Liverpool's women's team will be very busy in... The league, they play Brighton and Reading. Then in the League Cup, they play Blackburn. 
back to league action for West Ham, then Manchester City in the League Cup, and then Leicester in the league. So those games will largely be showing, shown on LFC TV, and the Brighton and Reading games are on the FA Player, uh, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, of the under-18 games, the Sunderland game will be on LFC TV, and then LFC TV are also showing both the Leon and AC Milan games. So plenty to plenty to keep us occupied there, as well as obviously the actual World Cup itself. Uh, how Jurgen Klopp trusted Harvey Elliott with deciding Derby penalty? I'd imagine Harvey put his hand up straight away and said, "I want the fifth one," because he just has that type of big moment personality and I think he likes the added pressure I think he likes the big stage so it makes sense Ben Doak has signed his first professional contract I think that's great news he obviously looks like a, a massive talent for us so hopefully he can continue to develop over the coming years um, Jamie Redknapp or Jamie is it Jamie Carragher Jamie Carragher says Liverpool could spend 200 million on their midfield, he says Jude Bellingham should be one. Uh, he doesn't name the other. Uh, I think we could spend two hundred million, but not if we buy Jude Bellingham. If we spend two hundred million, we'd be we need to buy three midfielders. If you buy Jude, you're only getting two for your two hundred million, or two that'll be of the level. You could get Enzo Fernandez, Moises Quesado, and Zabozlai, or Kone, or Ugarte for your 200 million instead and you'd be better off. Um, Fabio Carvalho rejects Portugal under 21 call-up, still eligible for England. I, I don't really understand the mindset here. Is it because he's upset or annoyed that he wasn't included in the senior team for the World Cup? If so, he's being quite delusional, to be honest. He's nowhere near ready for that level. Um, he did play for England up to under-18s before switching to Portugal for 21s. He's been really good for the Portuguese 21s. But if this is a reaction to not being included in the Portuguese senior squad, it is a very poor reaction. And he'll definitely make the England under-21s, but is there a pathway to the first team for England for him? There's so much talent in those wide attacking roles and it's hard to see what what the logic is there maybe just getting a little bit of bad advice uh though there's plenty on this is anfield to have a read of that and more uh on liverpool.com the lead piece is liverpool should get pedri and jude bellingham mix on free transfer after jürgen klopp viewing this is about hossie Hour, and if anyone's actually watched hossie Hour for the last two years he has regressed significantly after a 12-month period of stagnation. He is not somebody that we should consider signing at this point. Liverpool FSG sale has 465 million double warning, but Jurgen Klopp transfer risk can still pay off. Uh, this seems like one of those pieces that might have substantial amounts of mental gymnastics uh, put together it does. Um, it highlights United spending and Chelsea spending 
as opposed to our lack of spending. Um, yeah, just like I say, mental gymnastics galore there. Liverpool lead Atletico Madrid for 44 million transfer amid Man City race for Roberto Firmino Air. So this is the Media Digest piece. Uh, two winter fixtures confirmed. That's fine. Um, Red Bull Salzburg star linked. That is Noah Okafor. Really talented young Swiss attacker. Can play central or off the left or off the right. Um, really good player. Really definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, so Liverpool, Man City, AC Milan and Leeds being linked with him, according to Florian Plettenberg, who's one of the more reliable journalists when it comes to Germany or Austria. Uh, 44 million La Liga winger wanted uh, Samuel Chukwesi. Again, I don't think so. I think that one might be uh, just a bit of fantasy from a journalist looking to fill some column inches during the next couple of days. Uh, FSG could give potential new Liverpool owners free transfer gift with £26 million ace that Arsenal want. That is uh, Marcus Turam, who's a very, very talented player, but can be quite frustrating. Uh, FSG sale could end confusing Liverpool transfer trend as takeover could stop 95 million loss channel. I assume that this is in relation to allowing players to run out their contracts and leave for free. Um, that has been a, a big source of my frustration. The likes of Divock should have been sold years earlier and we would have gotten good value for him next summer. We're going to lose Ox, we're going to lose Nabby and probably Bobby or potentially Bobby. There's over 100 million of investment. We've gotten... Plenty back out of it, especially Bobby, who's repaid his fee three times over. But we should be getting fees, especially for Nabby and Ox, who are still in their 20s and haven't contributed as much to us. Um, Liverpool Mohamed Salah boost even bigger than expected as World Cup offers major new advantage. Darwin Nunes could surpass... Erling Haaland as Man City must face awkward truth. I mean... It, Stop trying to link everything about our club to other clubs. It, it just gets painful after a while. Uh, Liverpool transfer of 26 million new Pedri adds up as failed Barcelona bid can lead to a new Coutinho. So this is about the Las Palmas attacking midfielder Alberto Malero, who is very, very highly regarded, came through Las Palmas with Pedri. I think he's is he a year younger than Pedri or a year older than Pedri. They were in the same youth team anyway. Uh, he's 19. I think Pedri is now 20. Um, he's a bit of an awkward fit in how we play. Doesn't really fit the 4-4-2 or the 4-3-3. But the talent is outrageous. Um, he is 11 months younger than Pedri. But he is super talented. Super talented and definitely one that would be worth getting and maybe trying to, you know, convert into something else. I, I would say he's, in terms of how we play and the players we have, similar enough to Fabio Carvalho, but I think he's a player with a higher 
a higher ceiling for development. Now, Carvalho, I think, can be really good if used in the right way. I'm just not sure he'll get the the role he wants at Liverpool unless we commit to the 4-4-2, in which case him and Jota as the back up front two behind Mo and Darwin, I think that could be really interesting. Um, that's pretty much it from... Oh, Liverpool 118 million 3 will still will soon cause chaos as Darwin Nunes proves Pep and Linder's prediction right. Um, 118 million 3 Oh, it's Andy Robertson, Thiago and Darwin. Of course, they've written down here that Darwin cost 85 million, which he did not. But, yeah, that's what that is. Um, again, you've got a bit more mental gymnastics going out there. Outstanding Alisson, too busy for Liverpool's liking. This is the headline piece on AnfieldIndex.com. And this piece was written by young Henrold, Henry Jackson. So give that one a read. Um, just imagine the next two windows without restraint. This is a piece written by Stephen Smith, so do check that one out. Very, very good. He's put together a list of potential targets for both the January and summer windows, um, potential players to depart as well. So, yeah, give that one a read when you get the chance. Um, there is a loan watch as well, which I may have covered already, uh, but it covers Billy Cometio, who's playing for... Austria Vienna's reserves, that is not an ideal loan, and, and he's playing left back in those reserves. So he should probably be recalled in January and sent somewhere else. Uh, Tyler Morton didn't have a great game for Blackburn as they got pumped. Adam Lewis played eight minutes for Newport. Again, get him back, get him somewhere else. If he's not getting in Newport's team, the loan is of no benefit to us. Um, Viteslav. Yarosh is injured. Uh, he's got a lower back injury, so he missed Stockport's game. Fidel O'Rourke is at Carnarfon Town. Started, played 90 minutes in midfield, which, again, doesn't seem ideal for an afford player, but it'll work. Uh, Anderson Arroyo is at Alaves, and he is not starting. So, again, you'd wonder why he's there, and you'd wonder why he's still contracted to the club with respect to the lad he's been a Liverpool-owned player now for quite a while. Um, Liverpool signed him in 2018, and this is his seventh, sixth, sixth different loan. Uh, did well at Miranda's last season. Don't really know why he couldn't have gone back there this year um, to at least have him settled somewhere for a year. But, yeah. Seth Vandenberg, he is out till January with an ankle ligament injury. Reese Williams, finally playing games. Um, played for Blackpool at the game at the weekend against Wigan. Wigan lost. Pitaluga, he's on an unbelievably good run uh, at Macclesfield. Max Waltman was not picked, not played, and absent from the squad with no real explanation given. James Balagizzi is injured. Uh, Connor Bradley and Owen Beck are obviously at Bolton. Bradley is is tearing it up there. Beck is not getting much of a chance. So again, it might be worth bringing him back and sending him elsewhere. 
Uh, Orzinski isn't getting games at the Polish club that he is on loan at, whose name I'm not even going to try. But it looks like it's something like radioactive random. I assume that's not what it means. Um, yeah, he, he needs to be brought back and sent somewhere else. Paul Glatzel is at Tranmere. He's got a hamstring injury. That poor kid can't catch a break. Jack Byrne is coming off the bench for Kidderminster's. Uh, did so at the weekend against Kidderminster Harriers, I should say. Did so at the weekend against Kings Lynn. Uh, Kidderminster Harriers, the only reason, and this is random, I always check their results. Every week I check their results because Jan Mulby once managed them. And I, I don't know why, but I've always just sort of kept them in the back of my mind because Jan was manager there. He's actually managed there twice. Um, and I just always end up checking in on them for some random reason. And then Leighton Clarkson is up at Aberdeen and played well at the weekend. Played 88 minutes in their 1-0 win over Dundee. Podcast-wise, we've got lots out, lots coming. <clears throat> so there's a new Old School. Check that one out. There's a new Liverbirds. Check that one out. There is a new Minefield entitled World Cup Special Ethics, Responsibility and Football. Alan and Andrew, joined by Jose Palejo, who's a Middle East expert from the Atlantic Council, to discuss the ethical issues surrounding the World Cup in Qatar. They also have one coming out uh, maybe later this week or early next week on LGBT rights in Qatar. These are a really important series of podcasts that Alan and Andrew are doing. I always say on this, whenever they release something, this is, this is the best podcast going. These two boys are absolutely outstanding at what they do. Uh, it is always a shame that Alan is from Drogheda, but, you know, he can't help that. That's his parents' fault, not his. Um, but the two lads together, they're just brilliant. And I have no doubt, I haven't listened to this yet, but I have no doubt this is going to be fantastic. So make sure you listen to this one and keep an eye out for the next one. Myself and Carl have recorded two scouteds today, which you will get to hear in the coming days. One, uh, one is our World Cup predictions. We were joined by Guy for that one, and we've gone and we've predicted the World Cup and let you know exactly what's going to happen. And of course, as is the way with my predictions, none of what I said will happen. Uh, we've also done... A players to watch. So we picked five players each, myself, Carl and Guy. A goalkeeper, a defender, a midfielder, a winger and a forward player uh, for you to watch and keep an eye on. Just, you know, different storylines, either a young player or an older player with a point to prove or, you know, more established player with a point to prove or whatever it might be. And then we picked two players each that we think Liverpool should keep an eye on. So Guy is telling me the predictions one should be out tomorrow and then Thursday or Friday for the other one. So give those a listen. And uh, that's it. That is all we have for you today, folks. Thank you, as always, for listening. See us tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now 
at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.